The following pendant production contains. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for the Kingery uh, Season 6, Episode 5 How's Your Father? I'm the uh, actually the writer and director of this episode, um, but so you don't have to just listen to me. We're joined by the head writer of the Kingery writing staff, Jeffrey Bridges. Jeffrey, how are you? I'm doing good, Jared. How are you? Good, just getting over a bit of a cold, but uh, other than that, good. I love so, the uh, the title of this episode, by the way. I thought it fit everything so well. It just it was great. Oh, thank you very much. I. Uh, um, obviously, because anyone who's listened to the commentary should have already listened to the episode, so we're not going to spoil anything, but uh, um, we have the return of Proc at the end, so it's one thing of How's Your Father, and then um, in my research, which we'll get into this other scene when it comes later with Kepler, but in uh, looking stuff up... Uh, terms and variety of things to try to find something things for Kepler to say and for um, Zeph and Sock to say describing you know what Kepler was going to be doing I found out that how's your father is slang in British for uh, is is a uh, self-pleasuring term so it worked out great I thought Yes, I, I learned that from uh, Austin Powers way back when, so... Oh, did they? okay. <laughs> no, that was in that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we start here in SOL with Hooks, played by Perry Whittle, and Tithia, played by Catherine Pride. Um, Hooks is working on the machines, and... Um, Still pretty surly, not doing so well. Yeah, he's pretty messed up. Swearing hooks. That's see, you know that. That's yes. how you know. He's swearing. <laughs> Very rare for hooks. Two f bombs in one sentence there. You know, I was going to ask uh, uh, what it was like for you. Um, having to write proc for the first time, but he doesn't really say a whole lot in this episode. He just uh, appears right at the end, doesn't he? I says Tithia, so I yeah. haven't had... <laughs> right. Uh, no, but in the uh, the next episode I do, which is, I think, six, eight, or nine, one of those, I did have to write him, and... Uh, um, or is that giving away a spoiler? That probably is. Well... Well, he's back. We can see that, but uh, so, uh, but uh, and that was it was challenging because the way he talked to me was just something I had to. I went actually and went back and listened to some season one stuff to try to figure out what he was. Uh, just his odd speech patterns and. Right. Uh, but. What do you think, Sarah? But yeah, and actually, um, I didn't mix Proc once before, but it wasn't really him. Uh, back in the last season, when oh right, he was singing, sort of, but it wasn't really you know the same thing. Um. Anyway, now we move on to Sarah's, and construction is going on, though it's almost all done. Sarah, played by Susan Bridges, and. We also have Asa in there, uh, played by Carl Glassmeyer. As long as it doesn't involve um, 
And Tommy Arkell walks in with Maddie, Tommy played by Pete Mylan, of course, and and uh, Madeline Gray, played by Elise Lane Pickens. And Major's in there, too. Yeah. A lot of characters in this scene. And Cheryl Garcia. Yeah, and it's kind of a, as I was mixing it, when I wrote it, I didn't realize it was, that I had done that. It made it kind of, it was really quite a busy, but when I was directing it, I realized, boy, there's, it's only like three scenes in this one scene. Um, You know, you have the first little bit with Sarah and Asa. Arkell comes in, and then he and Asa kind of go off by themselves, which is going on right now. And then the third part is when um, when Major comes back and says, uh, talks about the problem at Jeppy's, but yeah, it was, so really what it ended up being is, directing it is setting it off with really three different musical scores, but also, you know, they kind of walk off to a different area of the the, the restaurant, so. No, it's interesting because a lot of um, Kingery scenes, it seems to me, or at least it feels this way, I have, I have no actual evidence in front of me to back this up, but it seems like a lot of Kingery scenes involve uh, fewer characters, and there's just like two or three at a time, and so... To me, um, it seems like it's a very uh, fresh and different dynamic to have so many of them together at once, sort of, you know, interacting with each other. So, I don't know. I kind of dug it. I mean, it's not like we should start throwing ten characters in every scene or anything, but I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Already in every scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and this was, you know, with, with them getting the Kingery fixed back to, you know, mm-hmm. fixed back up, it kind of made sense for their kind of gathering. Yeah. I'm really sorry to interrupt, but apparently... And here's the, the third part, as I mentioned, with uh, the cooling system, uh, the cooling system so, going down at Jeppies and creating a river of chocolate. And I actually got to give credit uh, to you know, Pete Mylan uh, for this line right here that we're hearing with uh, <laughs> the church heist. And, right, the reference back to... Uh, yeah. Well, that was season uh, three, I think. Uh, major and Maybe. Yeah, I guess like season I three. Season three. So that he, uh, I, to to I had talking about like it'd be a chocolate river over there. He just thought it would be. He suggested, you know, it'd be funny if you, you mentioned Daddy. that Major would have liked it that <laughs> right. chocolate river until the church eyes kind of spoiled it for. So yeah, that's that spoiled a lot of things for a lot of people, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> so and it was a good way to tie this back to previous episodes. Fucking kidding me. Mr. Asa will be joining us for the rest of the inspection. And we can see that uh, good, right this way. Uh, Tommy and Maddie's relationship here. and uh, fuck. Major's not sure what to think about it. And she doesn't really like it, right? The way things have been going. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little strange, you know. Former cop and sort of moving into the family and things and it's you know you could see how it would make her a bit uneasy yeah and i you know and it's kind of there seems to be a um you know major's always been tommy's go-to right hand even though she still is you know there i think maddie's right there and threatening her or maybe even taking away some responsibilities that she would otherwise have and so be interesting to see how that plays out Yes. Will we be making the volcano erupt again? And now we are here in yeah, Shenanigans. Not today. Uh, and we have Joe Kepler, played by Dave Morgan. Dave did a fantastic job in this. Yeah, I was just going to say that voice is amazing. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Zeph, played by Brian Reed, and Sock, played by Renee Christine Jones. I've really, uh, I've really grown to love Zeph. I think he's a lot of fun to write, and he's always a joy to listen to. Um, I, I really dig him, so I'm very glad that you, you added him into the cast. Yeah, and he just really kind of, kind of blossomed from that first episode. I didn't really, you know, you never really know what, how, how much of a role he's going to play but right. it's a combination of uh, really the way Brian has played him and uh, and you know I, I think some of the dialogue you know early on with him and Socks I think just other writers have embraced that and yeah. hearing Brian play him and uh, he's just been one of those that has just caught on which is actually what happened with Socks originally correct? Yes exactly um, Pete I believe it was uh, threw Socks as a sort of one-off into one episode and uh, everyone thought she was just so much fun to listen to and uh, had a great personality and you know she just stuck and, and grew from there so uh, it's kind of fun that uh, she and Zeph are, are kind of paired together here now because uh, they both sort of organically uh, added themselves to the show that way. So. Yeah. So here's the How's Your Father line. So. Looking for my ma while he plays How's Your Father. So. And the best part, getting paid while it's all happening. You know, so. um, the crazy things that happen at shenanigans. Uh, Joe Kepler. Uh, the name comes from the scientist Johann Kepler. <laughs> and I just kind of thought that may not be his real name. Right, right, right. He's That's kind of what he's into and he goes to this place, so I just thought it was kind of funny, even if it's just a... It's most likely for him, you know, just a his secret name that he goes to be naughty with, you know. Right, right. So, anyway. Um, okay, now we're at a bar in the Kingery. An unnamed bar in the Kingery. Um, and we have Cassandra, played by Kristen Bays. Um, Kristen. This is her the... first appearance as Cassandra now, I think? Is it? Or did she. She made an appearance last month, so this is her. Okay. Uh, still fairly new to the cast. I am bad summer. at remembering things. <laughs> Sorry, Kristen. But anyway, no, she's doing a great job. She sounds awesome. Yes. And she's uh, chatting with Hooks there, and uh, the bartender uh, that we hear is played by Anna Rodriguez. Even Debbie. Please don't talk about Debbie. Here you go, Mr. Hooks. I don't mean to bring up painful memories. <laughs> memories? It just happened. Well, be that as it may... It is in the past now. Yeah, that, you know, this was, um, what, like four months ago or something for the audience that this happened, but not not so long ago for the characters, so. Especially now at the Kingery in its current state. I suppose not. We should be reassessing our roles, utilizing our personnel in the areas that best... So, Cassandra... Already doing what I do best. Like, it's hard to... Even writing this, I was... I wasn't sure whether she's... How genuine she's being. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. Well, you never really know with her, so... Yeah. It doesn't reflect well on the family Um, to be spending so much time with the homeless... You know, like like these things so, she says about you know his socks sure ready for the you know she's criticized I, socks for be, not being I'm ready to run shenanigans and then you know and then uh, 
Asa being in the inner circle when he's homeless. I mean, it's, you know, and that, how that might reflect the family. You know, you still just kind of wonder if she really thinks that or if she's just, it's all for her. Right. Well, in the past, I think we've seen that she's always sort of angling for herself to sort of get more power and control over things uh, for herself. So... Um, I think she's always at least, you know, somewhat disingenuous when she shows concern for other people. Not that she's like a super terrible person. She obviously, you know, cared when their mother died and, um, and she, she does, you know, care about Tommy, but she's always got, you know, some kind of ulterior motive. She's always trying to uh, angle for a better position for herself. So, yeah. No, no, I don't want to intrude on you on um, and I kind of like that exchange right there. That one just kind of happened as I was writing it. Um, didn't really plan it in advance, but it was uh, how Cassandra was talking about her struggles with Tommy. And I, I had, a, you know, as I was doing that, I'm like, oh, this should be how uh, Hooks is relating to Tithia. They could tie these two together. So that yes, just kind of happened. Very nicely. It's, it's great when those happy accidents happen. You're just writing, you're like, oh, hey, awesome. And now we're back uh, at Shenanigans, Socks and Zeph getting ready to enter the uh, science room. Okay, so one of the more bizarre researching things I've done for an episode, and my wife Catherine was here with me as we were trying to figure out... Uh, um, we were searching for genealogical genealogy terms and masturbation terms, <laughs> cross between them to make them that would sound like one of the other, like exploring your lineage. Thought that was, was oh kind of man, fun. The, the things you have to do for this show, right? It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Terms and thinking, I can make that dirty. I can make this dirty. <laughs> It's good. It's good. It's uh, it's helping you broaden your making everything dirty horizons, right? So, <laughs> which again is where "How's Your Father" came from. I saw that. And I was right. like, oh, that's you know. And, yes, absolutely perfect. And then with the climaxing, my posterity, I just thought was hilarious. That's what he was saying. No, it is. This scene is absolutely great. I remember reading the script and just cracking up. It's just, yeah. So, we have. That's um, nice sound effects work in the background there. Oh, a little scanner going on. No, I meant the juiciness. Oh, <laughs> juiciness back there. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to know what what you did for that, but uh... like you said, you have to. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yep. yeah. Sometimes the the bacon grease. I still. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I almost uh, called you for that because I was going to say, send me your bacon grease fully, but uh, I ended up finding um, a sound effect uh, through SoundSnap, who does our sound effect, which are great um, site. Um, somebody washing their hands very rapidly and it lathering up, and I thought, this sounds perfect. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't think they had... Okay, but yeah, all right. No, washing hands. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't remember being anywhere near <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so I thought it was ended up pretty good, so I just kind of looped it and... Oh, yeah, it, it works, definitely. <laughs> I was washing their hands really fast. And really fast. 
exothermic reaction imminent. What? You find something? Yeah, so here's me looking up scientific terms that I thought, yeah, that can be dirty. Exothermic, uh, exothermic reaction imminent, or yes. Are you saying I'm Daphne Buisson? We can't be certain. And, uh, the Wells Byrne Center for Neural Evolution, obviously a tribute to a classic, couple classic uh, sci-fi writers there, Wells Byrne. <laughs> I, uh, I hope he had a good time recording those lines. <laughs> yeah, it was very, yeah, so Dave Morgan, you, uh, definitely... Wow. Earned your wow, <laughs> hey, that you got for this episode. You that didn't come out right, but anyway. <laughs> um, also, I wanted a little tribute yes. thing in there, a little tribute to Socks Went to Morningside Orphanage. Uh, and for one of my favorite movies growing up, and one of the first movies I remember seeing was and in liking as a kid was The Rescuers. And that was the orphanage that Penny was at, was Morningside Orphanage. So. Oh, look at you throwing in the pop culture references. But your orphanage you went to is Morningside. Anyway, now we're back in SOL. Tithya is busily doing something, and then uh, Major calls and says, I gotta come down here and uh, go over the timeline for your reopening. And Yes, yes. Well, now we all know what Tithya was up to, so. Yeah. It's gonna be all, it's very mysterious, but no, they know now. <laughs> We've explained what she's been up to all season long up to this, so she's been kind of, you know, sneaking around and doing things for a few episodes. Yes. And so she, she's been trying to get this done. Would have been smarter, really, for Tithia just to try to hide it until Major left, but I don't know. Yeah. Wait for the episode. There was an episode. I'm not sure which one it was. A, a few back though, where um, uh, I'm not sure. The audience was kind of wondering, like, uh, left wondering what she was doing. It was very mysterious. And, and um, if you go back and check it now, knowing the end of this episode, you'll see that she was, like, in the um, uh, Soul Data Cube storage stuff. And she was looking for Devi, uh, which I think at the time she had mentioned her mom there. And she didn't find what she was looking for, but she did find, you know, um, else. Yeah. And here yeah. you find out what that was. So. Try this, and then, or something like that. And then. Right. Something. And then. We remember the data cube that mm -hmm. hooks. She was worried was damaged. So yeah, she's been she's been working on this. So. The Kingery, season six, and there we have James five. Rossi as Proc there at the end before. Yes. The voice Returning after uh, several years, so it was great that he was able to come back for that. We're happy to have him back, and yes. uh, and we'll hear from him again. This is not the last you're gonna hear from him. I'll tell you that much. Since I already connected with that. <laughs> yes, it will be a lot of fun to uh, see where that goes. Let me just tell you, folks, it will be entertaining. So stick around. Keep listening. Who doesn't love Brock? I mean, we've. I mean, even those writers, we've all missed him since season one. So very exciting. I've tried to bring him back twice now. That's true. Okay, well, Jeffrey, thank you for joining me on this. Uh, it. And we hope you all enjoyed the episode. And next month's episode uh, will be is written by Pete Milan for real this time. Um, back 6-4, uh, 6-3, I said that 
Pete would be the one writing 6-4, but he wasn't. It was, as we all know, it was uh, Renee Christine Jones. But Pete will be here next month. It is his episode. So uh, come back and listen for that, and we'll talk to you again next month. All righty. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye.